Yeah. Keep some money in my pocket if you wanna blow it. I don't say that. Oh. I mean, I try to save a couple, but they back on Yeah. So instead of wasting my time, I said, I'm getting roasted. This is the first time I'm getting roasted. Can't put my finger on you already know what time it is. It's time for Florida, Haiti, and now Georgia's number one favorite sports podcast. It's crazy that my homeland gets no love ever. We're in Poland. Poland Did we poll Poland yet? Yeah, bro. Let me see. Let me see the papers. They got TVs over there. That's crazy. They're not listening to the radio over there. Yeah, they are. <laughs> wow, you try to <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you think they're in, bro? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? They're just still using like cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> right, while in Haiti, they ain't got none of those. They ain't got a Oh, so it's, excuse me, I, I apologize. Let me run that back. It's Florida, Haiti, Georgia, and now Poland. That was a this just in one. <laughs> Number one favorite sports podcast that podcast could only go by one name. Do you know what the name of that is, young man? I Sorry. say balls in Polish. Bulls. Bulls. We had this conversation one time. We did. We Bulls. did. Bulls. But no matter what we call it, it's balls. <laughs> better be funny, bro. <laughs> it's not. This is a serious moment. A sports podcast. <laughs> yes, everybody, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It is the podcast with balls, balls. about balls. balls. <laughs> You're really like dedicating it to this, aren't you? You gotta do it for the Polish people, and that's listening. <laughs> All over the world. All over the Poland world. Because there's balls all over the world. Let me look up how to say balls in Polish. Hey, what episode is this? Whose episode is this? Episode 77. Oh, nice. Um, Lyle Alzaldo. Carl Mecklenburg. Kulki. What? That's balls in Polish. Oh, we went over this, yeah, because I um I did the Google Translate. Cool. Oh, cool. Had that visit. Kulki. Oh, bet. George Murasan. I like both. And Vladimir Radmanovich. They sound like they both of them niggas sound like they say bulbus. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Vladimir Radmanovich. Bulbus. Sound like he say bulbus. Bulbus gotta mean something. You're a butthole, bro. I'm about to see if Siri you know what bulbous. Are you ready to go? Bulbous. Bro, I'm out of here. Any other 77s? No, no. Right. Not that I know of. I'm Ray Bork was pretty good. Bork. He, <laughs> he like, was a he was a hockey player. He sounded like he said bulbous too, man. Ray Bork. Bork. <laughs> <laughs> Bork. <laughs> <laughs> that family probably got some stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Borks. Bork. The Bork family. Was it 
Don't let me be a coach and have a player with the last name Bork. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my goodness, bro. I would spaz on it. Bork. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of, like, meat. Like, uh, like, like, uh. Flaming Bork. <laughs> bork. I, you know, I was going to say something really dumb because I was going to be like, it's a mixture. It's bacon and pork. And then I was like, you dumb. Wow. Bacon. <laughs> You're going to say beef. Wow. Or beef, right? So dumb. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I shared it. I shared it. Toast. <laughs> bork. A bork. A bork mission? <laughs> that almost sounds like a dad joke. Speaking of, it's a dad joke of the week. Yeah. Alright, so this week's Dad Joke of the Week is What happens if life gives you melons? You make lemonade. Melonade. You're dyslexic. Wait, hold on. What? Because lemons spelled wrong as melons. The M and the L. Wow. So if life gives you melons, you're dyslexic. That's low-key dark. That That would actually hear me, wouldn't it? <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, claim them, bro. Claim them, uh, dog. Do we want one that's a little lighter? A little lighter? <laughs> what washes up on very small beaches? Microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually good because it's mini. Like, like little, little waves, right? That shit was trash. You're yeah, bro. I like yeah. the first one better. Oh, thanks. First one was better because it was thrown though. Something's wrong with you, bro. You should get checked. Bro, you all the dark ones, bro. Like all of our dark jokes have been you. Like it's not even close. It's my thing. Yeah. Okay. I own it. Okay. <laughs> I have a dark sense of humor. Ooh. <laughs> Moving right along. We're not gonna talk about what Dylan was laughing about in the car. Oh. Uh, Wow. Dylan was sleeping. All right. No, is, I, we can't talk about that on the podcast. Oh, geez. Is that bad? Yeah, we'll talk off air. I don't know what he's talking about. Can you text me what it refers to, at least? Or what is it reference to? Just no, because I, I think it might bring you down for the rest of the show. <laughs> right. No, it's not a Keep talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, well, like... Go ahead and stop the whole show, guys. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Stop the whole show to find out what I said in the car. I can't wait to see what it is. Can't wait to get this sex message so my whole mood can change. It's crazy. It's real crazy. I have an idea that I already know what it is. I don't think you do. Yeah, I'm I, waiting. I'm waiting for them to talk about the NFL too, guys. Nah, is that what we're starting? We can't here? talk about the NFL, but without talking about the A A F. Wow. The the A A A A F A. Oh my gosh! The the app. Yo, you snapped. Yo, Buddha snapping. Buddha made you look so bad. Hey, y'all, the AAF. Hey, I actually got, like, a really interesting debate topic for you guys. Wow. <laughs> That's dark. Okay. Too far? Too far? <laughs> no, okay. you're good. You're good right there. I but I feel like I'm you bad. got more. Just, just don't do it. Put the phone down. Phone down. <laughs> do you want to see what I'm doing? No, please. No. <laughs> no, bro. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, you really did that. <laughs> 
I'm not even reading it. It's in my face. I'm going to move. That's crazy. So no, let me ask y'all a very interesting thing. Like, uh, legit. What's up? So, I've been, I've still yet to watch a full game of the AAF, mind you. Right. The AAF, for all intents and purposes, isn't bad. But, but, remember how people were saying, oh, we can definitely, like, go full year with football, no breaks, whatever. What if that break from football is really what makes us love the NFL? And because I feel like a lot of people aren't really watching the AAF because they're forcing themselves to not watch football in lieu of the NFL. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. And I'm going to disagree with you because the reason I don't watch the AAF is because it's hard to watch if you have basic cable because they're only showing games on Bleacher Report Live, CBS Sports Network, and the NFL Network. Oh, they're not showing it on... um, I thought they were showing it on CBS, no? They did it the first week. Oh, wow. But, like, everything else is – it's that, I think that was just, like, the introductory thing. But they only oh. show the games on the uh, CBS Sports Network, which a lot of people don't have. So they're doing they're and, doing with the AF what, what the NBA did with the G League. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So I think it's hard to build popularity in something when, one, there's no advertising behind it, and, two, it's just not convenient AAF, to watch. Is the AAF even on, like, Bleach Report and ESPN? Does it have its own? No, it doesn't. And I keep looking for ESPN to create an AAF tab. Yeah, and they don't, not. I just looked for it. Yeah. So they're not really trying so to push So you see what I'm saying? Like, I, you got to go looking for it. Yeah, like, I, like, like I have the AAF app. I don't care enough well, to look for it. There's an app for the AAF, so you can check the scores there. But, yeah, I don't care enough. So, okay. So, overall. They need more hard hits. Overall, okay. Overall, so let's 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 break it down. To you, it's trash. What makes, and I'm not going to say the NFL. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it from a fan perspective. Okay. What are? We'll leave it at five if we can get to five, mm-hmm. and let's agree to those five. What are five things that you think makes a good league? Five things that makes a league great. Um. Fan base. Fan base. Fan okay. Base. Okay. Fair. All right. I'm okay with that. Fan base. What else? Um, did you make that makes a what? That a makes league? a league great. I what think makes what makes a league better honestly, than other. This leagues? may seem very broad and vague, but fun. I that's mean, you know, broad, for, for the longest time, you know, NFL no fun league and that kind of stuff, and even just recently with allowing celebrations and stuff like that, like. People enjoy watching football more because players are actually able to have fun. You see their personality. Yeah, so I think fun's a huge thing. Okay, let's do fun. Um, I want to say the violence. I mean, let's be real. I'm. I, yeah, hits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm, let's put. See, because in other in other um, leagues, they don't have violence. But we do like the suspense. Like, we like okay. the gladiator type, the gladiator-esque. I thought you were talking more in the realm of football. That's why I, okay, said, I, that's mean, why I said violence. Because okay. then, for, obviously, for basketball, yeah. it's not so, the case. Yeah, suspense. But I'm saying, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, suspense. I'm going suspense. with suspense. Um, suspense. Strategy. 
Strategy, yes. Yes. When we put personality under fun. Yeah. Yeah. Personalities? Yeah. Okay. Because I've even been saying, it like, for example, like a boring personality like Bill Belichick mm-hmm. is still entertaining. Mm-hmm. Right. Just just seeing him not answer stuff. And to a point, I feel like he does it as a shtick at this point. It's fun. Honestly, like, it's and, fun and, watching and I, that. I giggle at it, to be yeah. honest. Um, okay, so we've got fan base, fun, fun suspense, suspense, strategy. Strategy. Um, marketing. Yeah. I think marketing matters. Um, or branding. Yeah. Branding. Okay, branding sounds branding. good. Okay. So, so far, on a scale of 1 to 10 for those five things, how would we rate the AAF right now? It's hard because it's hard for me to see it. But when I do see it, I mean... I think the fan base is still low. Fan base is definitely still low. Um, I would say fun. I mean, the rule or like the rules are more lax. Different, yeah. Yeah, they can do different different shit. Um, So okay, so for fan base on a scale of one to ten, me personally, I'm I'm gonna give it a three, three or four. Yeah, because some some yeah, because some of these cities. They should have more. Like I feel like Orlando should be popping. Absolutely. I feel like Atlanta should be popping. I feel like there are certain cities that. But are we talking about what they have currently? In general, yeah. Like like currently, and then to also talking about it. Like I don't I don't know if you've gone on social media to look at the AAF, but it's not. Yeah. Super buzzworthy. I'll see it's, a it's, highlight it's, video that Bleacher Report puts up every yeah, now and then. Yeah, but it's not. But... It's it's not like buzzworthy. It's not like you put it in and it's just instantly just like there's actually gaps in between. Like, so I, I me personally, I give it like a four. Yeah, four, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say for fun, definitely different. Um, I I feel like because there's younger players trying to prove themselves, I think there's a lot more that goes on in between the games. So I. For what it's worth, I, I give it a solid like seven and a half as far yeah. as fun is concerned. They're having fun. Let's just go seven. Okay. Let's just go seven. They're having fair. fun for sure. Yeah. I don't think there's much suspense. Except for that win game that we saw in Colorado. Yeah. I think, but I think for the most part, like, because like you touched on last week, it's a lot of poor offensive play um, from the quarterbacks. So, like,. Uh, I don't know. Like every now and then, you know, you'll see a good moment and stuff. But for the most part, like in the way of suspense and and hard hits, there are hard hits. But I don't know where you guys would put that. Um. Um. What I what I will say is, as far as suspense, I think it's there. What the problem is is we don't know about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like there are closed games. Like, I'll see scores, and I'll be like, oh, well, that game seemed like it might have been close. Um, however, um, I, I'll give it, like, a six. Yeah, like, a six out of ten. Uh, on what? Suspense? Yeah. I'll give it, like, a seven. Or f- I'll give it a six. Yeah, I like a six. I'll, I'll go six. I don't care. Six. Um, they got decent highlights on Twitter. What what's next? Strategy. I give it an eight. They got some good coaches over there. I give it an I give it a strong eight. I'm cool with an eight. I give it a yeah. strong eight because they they've definitely got some things drawn up that I I personally I've seen some plays and been like oh nice concept. Right. So and and a big one branding one. I give it a two. Zero. That rounds to a one. Sure, dude. Sounds good. 
They fool with the brand. Yeah, the branding isn't necessarily the best. Um, but you can't watch it on shit. Yeah, that's that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the major problems is being go able to first row sports gov bitch. And and I mean, I personally think that um, it'll work out. What they need to do is um, transitioning to another story. Um, they need to pick up Johnny Manziel because the CFL definitely let him go. I think he did that purposely. Probably to get into the AAF because they said he broke like the team violations or something. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think he's trying to go to the AAF. Yeah, he is. He said, I'm, I'm looking forward to looking for other. I mean, he probably would. XFL, I AAF. Mean, I think XFL is where he's going. Regardless, he's trying to play football down here. For sure. I feel like he definitely did that to get out of playing but down there. But I feel like he doesn't see himself getting back into the NFL. So why not go fuck with his brand new league? That we know is going to have advertising behind it. We know is going to have you know juice coming out the gate because they're, gonna be they're already on. making these head coach hirings and stuff like that. That they're, they're probably going to actually play on TV. Like oh, they will. Yeah, they already has the contracts. Here's what I here's what I say contrary to that. I don't disagree with it. I respect it. Um, I think that Manziel does want to get back into the NFL, okay. and I think the AAF is a better route than the XFL. And on top of that, I mean. We already kind of admitted that how we feel and based off what we see, we feel like there might be practice squads better. Right. So if Manziel's I mean, as good as advertised, especially how he was in college, then he's going to snap. Well, I feel you. I, for me, it's not that he doesn't want to go back to the NFL. I don't think he thinks he can get back into the NFL. As cocky as he is? Well, he kind of burned a lot of bridges. NFL on some other shit. Right? The fact that you burned all your bridges with the Browns, this I don't know if any other teams are going to take you seriously. Saying the best time. Yeah, that's fair. Saying the best time to have that kind of record. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I, I think he, he still tries to do the AF route. If if anything, if his if anybody on his team is smart, even if your end goal was the XFL, I'm saying, look, dude, do one season in the AF, and then hop over to the XFL, bump it, but at least you'll be in shape. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at the end of the day, money talks, so he's going to go to money whoever the highest bullshit. bidder is. Walks on the mother in tight, bro. Yep, true. Yep. So, um, I, I think the AAF has potential. It, it definitely has potential. I, I just think it's, it's going to go where where its money goes. I feel And that about it. But interesting note, um... The ratings for the week, the AAF, they're, it's rising. Um, they had 515,000 views, which put them 31st on Sunday, which has them ahead of the NBA, NHL, and PGA on Sunday. So, people are watching. People are watching. So. Facts. But if the the interesting thing is if he does get picked up to the AAF because of where he played in college, he would be going to play for San Antonio, who right now is one and two and tied for last in the Western Conference. So which I, I like that for the AAF anyway. Like even if you decide to join the league or you jump into the league, they still do it 
contrary to where you played college. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because you can't just go to any team. Like, oh, you played where? Oh, word? All right, bet. You played at UF? Cool. Orlando. Mm-hmm. Over there. Oh, you thought you were going to you thought you were going to another team? You thought you were going to San Diego? Nah. We good. We done good. So Yeah. I'm I think I'm pretty much out of that with the AAF. Right. Is it NFL time? Yeah. Alright, let's move to the N F L. Mm-hmm. The N A F A L A. The Niffle. The Niffle. Niffle, Niffle, Niffle. Niffle, Niffle, Niffle. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get right into the shit, guys. Robert Kraft. Woo. My let's, guy. let's talk about it. The man went to a happy ending. He went to a hooer house. No, I'm just kidding. Hooters. He went to a, 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 a massage parlor in Jupiter, Florida. Um, Ended up getting a happy ending. Yeah, he got a tug. He got a rub and tug. He got a little rub and tug, and you know, like any other person would was not is now facing charges of uh, soliciting corruption, uh, prostitute, or something like that. Whatever I don't know corruption. the verbiage of it, but how know. you guys feel about your guy? I don't buy it. So it's I don't interesting. Know, I don't know about him. <laughs> um, for the record, everybody's calling it human trafficking or sex trafficking or whatever. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I I I don't. I don't know if it's I don't that, that far. I don't know if it's that drastic. But the thing is, I would like, say R. Kelly's more. They shouldn't make it seem like the thing is, The problem is that they're making it seem as if he's the the source of the human trafficking and prostitution. Even if they if they were true, if there was an issue with that massage, he has father, nothing to do with that. He has nothing to do with yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. massage parlor is responsible for those women. Yeah. So it's like that would be on them. They're trying to make it seem as if. He's behind this whole sex For trafficking sure. and prostitution thing. When, know, that's not, that's when not the real case. story is, a man went in there, got a massage, got him a massage, he recorded him, and that's it. And the reason you're arresting him now, in my opinion, is solely because he's on behind prison reform. He's around guys like Meek Mills. We're starting to see like guys are starting to step up against the man. Start to get brought down. The same thing happened to 21 Savage. It goes to show you that your money don't really matter like you think it right. mm-hmm. The minute you start so, talking against the man, it gets a wrap. So just so y'all know, um, he has his arraignment on March 27th. And if he is convicted, uh, he could face up to a year in prison and 100 uh, hours of community service. Which he probably um, won't get that. Yeah, I don't think he'll get he that. Get uh, my question is, what do you guys think is going to happen as far as NFL punishment? Because um, they have to punish him. Some in some way, shape, or form, because of the fact that their 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 um, code of conduct policy, which we know is bullshit, bullshit. Um, but it states that they hold the owners and managers to a higher standard than they hold the players. So we already know if this happened to a player, what that would mean. So what do you guys honestly think this this means for, I mean, for Robert Kraft what, as far as the owner? They can I, say whatever they want. I think if it happened to a player, the most he'd get is a game suspension. If that, probably get really? fined. He'd probably get fined okay. or they put him in some course. Okay. I feel like because there's NFL players who's done worse and got less. Right. So I don't think it would be that deep. Um, however, him as an owner... There's not many punishments that you can give an owner so take my team. outside of oh, taking well, him off the team. Just to give you guys a little bit of context, um, when the Colts owner, Jim Ursay, uh, had a DUI, 
Um, it was like a couple years ago. He got uh, suspended six months from any affiliation with his team and was fined $500,000. See, that's more along the route I think is going to happen. I think and that was for the DUI. I think he's going to get suspended for a certain amount of team, for a certain amount of time. Fine. If they want to make, if they, if they want to make a, make an example out of him, they'll probably suspend him for a season and then um, find him. And then in 1999, uh, Eddie DiBartolo. Oh, Eddie DiBartolo <coughs> for the yeah. 49ers. He was fined a million dollars and suspended the entire 1999 season yes. over a gambling scandal. See? So that's that more along the lines of what I think is going to happen. Right. And it won't mean shit. So. Because he got it. It'll be interesting to see what happens, mm-hmm. I mean, in regards to that. I think, obviously, NFL's going to wait until the police finish conducting all and their Robert shit. Robert Kraft is a 77-year-old man who's donated hundreds of millions of dollars and has a wife who passed away from cancer. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You're not about to make him look like a bad guy right now. Let that man live, bro. Hey, they, could, they tried it. And, I, I and get, even, I if, it, even if there's a situation where they did force him to step down, like... Okay. I mean, his son has a team. It's like, right, right, right. <laughs> all right. Like I'm still here. Nothing. Yeah, I'm just, oh, so I'm not the face. I'm oh, cool. Care. I'm still making this bread. <laughs> right. I got this residual. Um, all right. So, elsewhere in the NFL, this week is the NFL Combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, tomorrow is National uh, Hand Measuring Day. It's when they get all those intangibles from the quarterbacks and all the other players and stuff. Um, so we'll see this weekend how a lot of these players uh, pan out as far as their combine goes. Yeah. Should be interesting. Should be very <coughs> interesting, actually. Um, I know we had this conversation last year, but uh, if you're a quarterback coming to this draft, do you, are you throwing on at the combine? I'm throwing. You better. Because we know we saw, like, Sam Darnold. He did, uh, he did his own throwing day. At uh, what school he was USC, right? USC. Yeah, so like he made people come out to USC to see him actually throw and stuff. And Lamar didn't throw either. Uh, oh no, Lamar did throw. He didn't run. That was a mistake. You think so? I still think he should have ran. Hell yeah. I I I see both sides. Yeah, I feel, no, I feel yeah. We had that that discussion, but I see I see both sides. I personally, I would throw. Um, Primarily because, I mean, that's what I do. And then on top of that, like, Josh Allen shows you what happens if you have a good session. You get a check. That's very true. So, shit, me. I'm throwing. Facts. That's my job. I'm not going to go to the combine to do the one thing I do in the field. Throw. I throw. That's what I do. Why would you have the combine for it? How you not going to throw, but you going to run your slow ass for it? You can go out there and... Have you a day like uh, Shaquem Griffin had last year? Exactly. And he went you, out there and get you a check, bro. Like that's that's the whole point. Like you can get you a check. <laughs> I just I've I've never really been like super. You mean for a quarterback? It don't make sense. I've never been like super for not participating in the combine. Right. Just because like. You're you're taking you're taking a certain risk, not doing it. I only give that's that kind of, that's kind of what 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 I'm what I'm worried about. Like, what happens if you don't go and everybody in your position snaps, and well, you weren't foolish. able to do anything at all? What's next? I don't want to give exceptions to guys that came off injury. 
Yeah. That's fair. If you ain't coming off injury, nah, bro. <laughs> you have to be up in there. And if you're a quarterback, you need to throw. Have to. I you don't see no running back talking about I'm not going to go to combat. I'm, I'm going to combat. I ain't going to run no I 40. Run. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm a running back. Bullshit. I ain't going to do, no, do no cone drills. What? I'm a receiver. I'm, I'm going to do, do, do the bench press, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm receiver. Gonna, I ain't going to run no routes. I'm not gonna, you're not going to get my vert. It's like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm going to catch the ball, though. Yeah. Like, no. You can throw it to me. That's what I'm saying. Lamar can sit there and say, like, I'm not going to run. Fuck I need to run for. I'm not a quarterback. I'm not a quarterback. I'm not a wide receiver and running back. You know, off topic, since we're talking about the combine, and I'm, I'm happy that you brought it up because I definitely forgot, like I usually do. But I started looking into combine <laughs> results because I saw this, uh, I want to say Instagram, or maybe I heard it on ESPN or whatever. But as far, I'm not going to say a of all time, even though we probably could, honestly. But, you know, the 2014 NFL Combine mm-hmm. might have been one of the more talented Combines of all time. Like, I'm I'm looking at it to 40 time. Like, if I was to read off these names that we know, it was pretty impressive. Like, it's Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. John Brown, Justin Gilbert, <clears throat> Odell Beckham, DeAnthony Thomas, Bradley Roby, Dante Moncrief, Jarek McKinnon, Quincy Inua. I don't know if you guys know who that is. No. Brandon Dixon, Martavis Bryant, Albert Wilson, Sammy Watkins, Keith Reeser, shout out to FAU, um, Damian Williams. That's crazy that Marcus came in the same time as Odell. I feel like he's been in the league so much longer. Even right. He's been because he's getting all these suspensions and you're missing years and stuff like yep, that. Yep, exactly. Jordan Matthews. Jeez. Bishop Sankey. I think we said his name for AAF, if I'm mistaken, or something. So. Something, something like that. Um, Kyle Fuller. Trey Mason. What a name. Do you remember Trey Mason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, he was supposed to be that guy. Jared Everdaris from freaking Wisconsin. Uh, what else? I see Josh Huff, Marquise Lee, Cody Latimer, Jadavian Clowney, LaMarcus Joyner. How about Jadavian Clowney had a faster 40 time than LaMarcus Joyner? That's crazy. All the names I'm about to name, well, there was Mike Evans. And after this, these all these names I'm saying are people who ran a slower 40 time than Jadavian Clowney. Andre Williams, Jeremy Hill, Devontae Adams, James White, Isaiah Crowell, Ryan Shazier, Devontae Freeman, Haha Clinton Dix, um, Allen Robinson. It's freaking nature right Eric there. Eric Ebrin, um, Logan Thomas, Kelvin Benjamin, Khalil Mack, Trey Burton. All those name receivers, Alfred bro. Alfred Blue, CJ Mosley, Jarvis Landry, Connor Shaw. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. Aaron Donald, Johnny Manziel, Derek Carr. This is all 2014? Yes, bro. Anthony Hitchens, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Bro, I... <laughs> that's crazy. Devontae Adams came out that year, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Aaron Murray. I feel like these guys got like eight years in the league, but they've been in here four years. Bro, like, honestly, 
that I understand why Michael Sam didn't get drafted. Yeah. Because you was trying. I understand it. Not only not I wouldn't even say he was trying, but there's so much talent. Yeah. Like, wow. But wow. he did get drafted. Alan Hearns. He oh, he got did. Cut. I mean he got cut. Yeah. yeah. My bad. Alan Hearns. Trash, Forgot to bring up Alan Hearns. Jeez Louise. Yeah. That's a lot of talent. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be watching a little bit of that this weekend, I'm sure. Or at least catching the highlights online. Just see who's spazzing the 40 and stuff. I I like the combine, but my, my whole thing about the combine is the hype sometimes makes me not want to watch. If that makes any sense. It just, it's just due to the fact, like, I think the combine is important to do thank you God bless you thank to you. do exactly what it's supposed to do. it tells you physically what that player is capable of doing I'm not a fan of the Wonderlick I, I don't think it really tells you anything other than the mental capacity I miss being able to do that in Madden though yeah because they got you, like, got you that's what got yeah. you the yeah. I miss, I miss being able to get drafted in Madden yeah that's just that so shit bothers me bro I want to be able to like work my way to my team like and you did all the the, the little drills and the stuff. Forty yeah, bro. Press, running routes. Like yeah. you get drafted by some fool ass team, and like you have to wait a few years before it's contract time. Then you become a free agent. And then you you hope your team has that offering. Yep. Or you do, or you do your best to try to get on the starting lineup, snap for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Now you just now you just pick your pick team. Your team. You, you create your Take own all story. the fun out of it, bro. Create your own story here. You make the story, and then you pick your team. Man, go have fun. What? Right. Um, But I think that, you know, there's so many things that we need to take into context outside of the combine, right? Like, I feel like if a player snapped three out of the four years in college, that matters. I think depending on what school they go to, that matters. Like, for me, for example, I have not been a fan of and will not be a fan of players from Alabama getting drafted early. They are system players. If your system is not Alabama, no reason for you to pick them up. There's a reason why successful Alabama players are successful. They went to coaches that have systems, schemes similar to what happened or what they had in Alabama. Right there's a reason why if you think of successful Alabama football players, you think of Dante Hightower. Wait, did Dante Hightower go to Dante Hightower didn't go to um, Alabama, did he? Mm-hmm. No, Ingram. Mark Ingram went to Alabama. C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley. But you got to think about it though. Like these guys who went to Alabama. Wait. No, Dante Hightower. Wait, did he? I don't. I don't remember exactly. I feel like he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Because I remember I remember him getting drafted and me being like, he's going to snap. He's going to snap same year, That's the same year we got Chandler Jones out of yeah. Clemson. Yeah. I was like, he's going to he's gonna snap in New England. There's no way. There's no way an Alabama player doesn't snap in New England. As far as schemes and the way football is played, New England and Alabama are the same. It just, it just is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know... I mean, come on, man. Nick Saban came from the man tree. Julio was a whole monster. I mean, for what it's worth, look at Minka. Minka Minka was straight. Minka ain't do 
Me can't do what Derwin did. But he's fast. Who? Baker. He had a good year. I don't, he had a good year. He I mean, had a good I year. Mean, I'm, that's shit. You can't you say that about saying, a lot of rookies. Understood. But the point being is, they hype. Do you hear what they say about these dudes from Alabama when they get drafted? I feel like Minka will be whatever they say about him. I feel like I think the it, most hype I don't like about is guys like their running backs, like some of their Drake. Lines. To me, I feel like Drake has been their best running back. That's coming yeah, as he, a decent. Yeah, and, even and he's he like play, and, he and he's been, all right. And he's not like top ten receiver running backs in the league. Mingo do all right because Flores is there. I feel Mingo do all right wherever he goes. I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. not saying Alabama. I'm not going to sit here and say that every person that comes out of that begin drafted early out of Alabama is trash. I feel like there's a lot of them that are trash and get overhyped. I feel like Julio Jones isn't one. Minka Fitzpatrick isn't one. C.J. Mosley isn't one. Dante Hightower isn't one. But now, but I feel like they have a lot of other places like D linemen and linemen that get drafted first round that aren't the really best okay. running backs. Really is okay. We're gonna they, see how aren't that great. now that he's in Dallas. We'll see how Coop. Uh, you feel me? Even Coop was kind of rough. You feel me? But like, he he had a good first two years, but then like he but had. I feel like him going to, him going to the Cowboys is just like Nell said. They went to a better Bama type system, running right. ball. And exactly. Got that. So we'll actually so get to see. Yeah, you, you got to see. You got Julio. They need that. Julio right. could just launch that bitch. The only mm-hmm. school, and the school that I feel should be where Alabama is. The only school that if you draft a player from that school, he's finna snap is Clemson. Sorry. Clemson, bro. They pretty much got every position solidified. They just do. Receiver for sure. You got Deshaun Watson. I'm not running back. No. Because they receiving you, bitch. Yeah, they don't need that. Uh, I don't necessarily need. Well, that running back that come, that that's going to be coming out, I think he's going to be all right. Lozo Etienne. Oh, Etienne. Etienne going to come straight. out and he's going he gonna to snap when he gets to the league. And then that whole D-line, they're saying that whole D-line yeah, that drafted D-line by, like, serious. early second round. You know they D-line series. They all wear single-digit numbers. Yeah. <laughs> no, for Clemson? No, no, they don't. They old ones, do. These current guys, the, the uh, seniors, nah, but they got, but they got, no, they got the... They got the numbers that, that those finesse <laughs> linemen be wearing. They got, like, 42... And, and stuff like that, but they 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 are nice as a unit. You know what I mean? I I just I feel like the 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 combine needs to still be mixed in with your body of work. Like I understand Josh Allen was a physical freak of nature, but like he was doing damage from Idaho. Mm-hmm. Idaho. I mean, I get it, but, you know, I mean, of course you're going to have your Tariq Cohen's, you're going to have your guys who come from small schools, your Tony Romo's are going to come and snap, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the combine comes with, with his, with his own particular hype machine. Like if you run the fastest 40, you're pretty much bound to be picked up in the first two rounds. Right. Does it mean you're good? Nope. No, you're just fast. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? If you have, if you get first place in any of those things, you're gonna get picked up in the first three rounds. Is that really fair? You feel what I'm saying? Like best broad jump. Here, congratulations, first three rounds. Person who does the most reps on a bench press. Congratulations, first three rounds. And you got all these guys who've been putting in the work 
four-year starters probably at a Boston College or a University of Minnesota and just been balling, you completely skip him because he didn't get the most reps on the bench. It's crazy. Hey, get your weight up, little nigga. He can't hear you. Man. Get your weight up. You'll get your he's, money up. He's imaginary. If not, you're going to have to earn that check, baby boy. So, yeah, man. Um, so, more interest is brewing for uh, Antonio Brown, which we knew would happen. However, they are saying that the AFC North and the Patriots are off limits. Ha! <laughs> um, Oh, that's what the Steelers are saying. Yeah, they're, well, not, they're, they're not going to their division, and they're they're not going with uh, the Pats. Um, well, they, they would like to send him to the NFC, but if they get an offer they really can't refuse from the AFC, then uh, that's what they're going to do. They'll take that little hoe. Exactly. Um, right now in the NFL offseason, it's currently the time where teams can put the franchise tag on a player. Um, that hasn't happened as of yet, but uh, the deadline is March 5th, so a lot of times those <clears> things happen like the last day. We're going to be Golden Tate. Um, sure are. That's what it looks like. You think he's going to do that? Might as well. Might it, as it, well. It, it, it makes sense. Said, so that would have to wait till March 17th. He said, and I quote, that's right around the corner. I would love it. I would love it. That organization, they have proven to be champions year in and year out. They work hard for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know where you're going to be at the end of the season. You're mm-hmm. going to not be only looking at the playoffs, but you're looking at maybe a first-round bye with this team. Mm-hmm. you got to admire that organization. Mm-hmm. They do things right, and they've been doing it for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. I would definitely love being a part of something like that and catch a few passes from old Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy! Well, guess we know where he's going. <laughs> Julian, is a, Julian is a buddy of mine. I'm really good buddies with him. I've heard good things from Kyle Van Noy, who got traded from Detroit and went there and has just been balling out ever since. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As I said, it's a Come great organization. A- I definitely would not mind going over there, for sure. Come past your stats, young boy. <clears throat> Come come boy, come if we can get Josh Gordon to come back out of honey, and it's Josh Gordon, Golden Tate, Julian Edelman, and Hogan with James White coming out the backfield. So rap. Sony. No James White coming out of the backfield for passes. Oh, so okay. Michelle's running. And then you got uh, Gronkowski. Fuck a Gronk. Gronk. You think Gronk coming back, man? <laughs> I feel like if the team, I feel like Gronk's going to do one of these. No, we're going to trade his ass. He's going to look at the team and he's going to be like, all right, what do you think our chances are against this Super Bowl? We there's, go enough, good, there's enough people being like, bro, y'all might go back. I think he comes back. We can't go back. I feel you. If I, we get Golden Tate, he's staying. I feel like if he was really like, Definite about retiring, he would have done it already. I think he's still considering it. He's thinking he's, no, about he's it. definitely still thinking about it for sure. Um, so I know you guys don't really care about this, but um, no, don't care. The Raiders actually signed a. That's crazy because I don't do none of this when y'all talk about the Patriots. I, I only did the don't care part, not because of the Raiders, just because it's you. Because you do it to me all the time. Go ahead. All right. You shouldn't have said. I know you guys don't care. You should have just said what you had to say. Now you made us. Act like we don't care. It's almost like you created a spot. Yeah. You and and kind of set yourself up for that one. And we literally 3D'd you through the table. Continue. You guys don't have to do those things. So. <laughs> you can just <laughs> easily knock down the table and be like, we're good. Like, oh, <laughs> boy, don't, don't. Even though you put the table up yourself? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I 
You don't want us to slam you through the table. You no, set up. You I know how that. hard that is? Let's just like put food or drinks on the table, guys. Oh, fair. Let's <laughs> fair. Let's eat. All right. Um, no, but they actually did sign uh, another year lease with the city of Oakland yeah, for the, the Coliseum. I saw that. So even though we thought they had played their last game, because everything kind of was pointing towards that, um, they will be there one more year. So this will officially be the final year in Oakland. Gruden might um, put his hands on some meat. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, okay. Wow. I don't know what to say to that, to be honest. It's I, like Firefest right. all over again. Ooh, okay. Dude, <laughs> um. that's fake-ass last game in Oakland shit. People was crying and stuff. Now everybody got to go back to the Coliseum and pick oh, up their tears. Fuck, they're still here? That's tragic. Mm. Uh, I'm happy. Yo, if I had a friend that went through all that, I would have been like, bro, you ready to do it again next year, baby? Everybody sold their season tickets? Bitch. Yo, that's crazy <laughs> if they did. You could probably get them for the low right now. Super low ski. You were able to get them for the low to begin with. Oh. That's crazy. I mean, no offense. I ain't finish that after the fact. No offense. All right, bet. No offense. What you Damn. Bet. You try my dog's team. Hockey. Raiders ain't like that, bro. Raiders is still, you know. Figuring our shit out, man. You know what I'm saying? They still the Raiders, though. People still say the Raiders. <sighs> the Raiders. Um, other than that, I don't really have too much else as far as news go. I don't really have too much to say right now. I do you. have another uh, tournament if okay. you guys would like to partake. All right, let's do it. Is it NFL-related? It is. All right, let's do it. So we got this idea from, uh, who was it? Was it uh, PFF? Yes. This idea for the tournament? Yes, it was Pro Football Pro Football Focus. Focus. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll be every week or every other week or something like that, but we're going to do tournaments of positions. We find fun things. And um, are we doing this by, like, who we would take? In this case, not by necessarily who did better during the season. Okay, okay. So I yeah, think that'd we, be the fairest way because that. some of these players got hurt, you know. So I don't. This think is that's... this is what I'll say. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's three votes, so two is gonna outrule one. Yeah. I don't personally mm-hmm. have a problem with y'all biases. If you're using your bias, I just want it to be fair. I would just like to it to be called if you're using your bias. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think I think it's pretty obvious when we're using our biases. Yes, but I just wanted to be fair. Okay, That's I'm it. I'm cool with that. Just so, to be but fair. but based on our vote, we're taking in these who we would take now. Who would we take now? If they were healthy, like let's put injury shit aside. Healthy. Okay. All right. So in that case, uh, we did the the seeding in order of team record. Uh, okay. For the year, so okay. that's where when you hear the seeds, I didn't make these. Uh, just because it means one hundred percent healthy, that don't mean in prime. No, 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 no. no. Right there, healthy right now. 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 Mm-hmm. In their career, at this I'm point in their career. So I'm making a disclaimer out there. Watch out, watch out, All right, chill out, so whoa, chill out, bro. If I had to patch you on live. <laughs> I bet. So this week, <laughs> so this week we're doing quarterbacks. Um, and to start things off, the number one seed, Drew Brees, oh. versus the number 32 seed, Josh Rosen. <laughs> Come on. We got to go, we gotta go through these rounds? Yes. Breeze. Right. Breeze. Breeze. Okay. 
<laughs> Why does he have to face the 32 seed? Because he's the number one seed. Yeah, there's 32, 32 yeah. things on... Um... That's tragic. So oh, the... I see what you did. Instead of breaking it into four, you made it two big ones. Yes. Genius. Um, the number 16 seed, Baker Mayfield, against the number 17 seed, Matt Ryan. Ooh. I'm going Baker. I'm not even going to lie to you. Right now, I'm taking Baker. Okay. We're we're not doing it in 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 the context of them. Who are you taking now? Okay, if they're but, healthy. Who are you taking right now? In the system that they're in, or as a quarterback? Uh, as a quarterback. Uh, as a quarterback. Okay. Um. Yeah, Baker. I'll take Baker. Yeah, Baker. I'll take Baker. If you're putting it that way, yeah. Okay. Dak Prescott, uh, the number nine seed. Sorry, Dak Prescott against the number twenty four seed Andy Dalton. You know, this is actually a lot closer. That yeah, people want to give it credit for. Um, I'm still waiting for rookie season Dak. Yeah, and no offense, just off of rookie season Dak, I'm I'm gonna go Dak. I'm going Dak based off of uh, the intangibles. Yeah, I'm going Dak because yeah, just Andy just Don based off that. I mean, this year, for what it's worth, this year he didn't do bad. He All just right. didn't do great. Who? That's excellent, but not enough. So, as far as the Ravens go, are we going with Flacco or Jackson? Oh, I'm biased, baby. We're going L.A. Jackson. Yeah, we're going Jackson. Yeah, right? Because Black is not even on the team. He's not even on the team. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had to be fair and yeah, ask. Yeah, you're not a starter anymore. Dude. All right, so the number eight seed, Lamar Jackson, against the number 25 seed, Josh Allen. Then how do you get to the eight seed? Oh, that's, where they, that's where the team finished. Yeah, team oh, record. Oh, him against Josh Allen? Oh, his arms it's, against legs. It's easily. Oh, damn. I like Josh, boy. Josh Allen was spazzing with the Bills, but yeah, I know. And he, and he can run arm, too. He, he can, can run. run. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh. bias, man. Lamar. About to oh, bias, man. boy, it's on me. I mean, Lamar got into the playoffs. I would <laughs> But who would I rather have? I feel like there's so much more upside with Josh <laughs> because he can throw. I'm calling bias and going Lamar. I have to. Sorry. I can't. I he can't like, be out first I round. I feel like Lamar can <laughs> I think he, I feel like you gotta he has to work on his accuracy. I feel like you got to put him in those positions and you got to legit. And you can't like sit there and Lamar. do that fool shit that his yeah. coach did, Lamar. which is Lamar. treat him like RG3 negative 1.5. <laughs> like just having him run shit all day. Like you got him playing high school football out there. Right. That's true. Um, all right. The number four seed, Mitchell Trubisky. Mm hmm. Uh, against the number 29 seed, Jimmy Garoppolo. Trubisket. Trubisket, baby. I was going to go Garoppolo. Garoppolo. But yeah. But I, I like Garoppolo, but Trubisket was snapping this year, boy. Yeah, and he got brass balls. The number 13 seed, Carson Wentz, against the number 20 seed, Ryan Tannehill. Carson. Wentz. <laughs> Tannehill is 20? Yeah. I mean... Trash, chill trash, out. trash, chill trash, trash, chill out, trash, stop, trash, stop. Trash, trash, trash. The number twelve seed. Go finish out your career as a receiver yeah. or something. The number twelve. Oh, 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 for real, Rendo, real shit. Give like, it a shot. Why not? Give it a shot. Go play in New England. Be like, a little slot receiver. It's like it's messed up. Oh, that's shit. right. That's yeah, trash. Number twelve seed. The number twelve seed. Ben Roethlisberger. Against the number twenty-one seed, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. What the hell? Support rapists. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, you wouldn't have made it. You really you wouldn't, the number, made, you wouldn't have made it against Blake Bortles, nigga. The number five seed, Phillip Rivers. The number 28 seed, Jameis Winston. Phillip Rivers. Rivers. Sorry, Jameis. 
Sorry, famous. Sorry, not sorry. The number two seed, Jared Goff, against the number 31 seed, Derek Carr. Goff. Goff. Low-key, I almost lean Carr. Yeah. Goff is like something interesting that they said on the Sims and Lefko show. Off topic, where did Sims go? Oh, he got a uh, a broadcasting job with NBC. So he'll be with them full-time. Uh, yeah, and he'll be calling like all sports and stuff. Like he just got... Yeah, he's got he got a sweet little gig. That's sad. Okay, Sims and Lefko they made a very interesting analogy mm-hmm. for golf, and they called him the Mendoza line for quarterbacks. Okay, there is like he's just like the line because yeah. Mendoza line is like for catchers. He he batted two hundred, but he was a great defensive catcher. Right. So they're like that's the lowest. That you can go and to still be considered, considered a good yeah, catcher. I agree with so that. So, like, golf is like, if you're better than golf, you're good. Right. If you're worse than golf, you're trash. And I have to keep the same energy because I said I feel like golf is only, like, one notch above Dak Prescott to me. And I feel like Dak Prescott and Derek Carr are the same quarterback to me. Oh, fair. So, fair. I have to keep that energy. I, I got golf, golf. I got golf. Um, you said Dak Prescott and Jared Goff are the same no, quarterback? No, Derek Carr and Carr Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dak Prescott mm-hmm. win more, though. For huh? words, Dak Prescott won more. Yeah. But as far as, like, everything goes, like, I'm, I I'm just gen- I, generally, I, 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 I get unimpressed. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Um, number 15 seed, Kirk Cousins, against the number 18 seed, Alex Smith. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't go Alex Smith. Um... He's proven to be way too unreliable. I, go Kirk. I, I'm, I'm going to go Kirk because, I mean, he be winning. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Russell Wilson against number 23, Matthew Stafford. Ooh. I like Russ. I'm going to go Wilson. Against Staff? Yeah. Russell. Uh, number 7 seed, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Against the number 26 seed, Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number three seed, Patrick Mahomes. Against the number 30 seed, Sam Darnold. Mahomes. 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 The number 14 seed, Marcus Mariota. Against the number 19 seed, Cam Newton. 19, 14, Cam. 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 The number 11 seed, Andrew Luck, against the number 22 seed, Case Keenum. Luck. 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 And the number 6 seed, Tom Brady, against the number 27 seed, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. (laughs) Well, that's your vote. I'm going to go Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. All right. So the next round, we got the number 1 seed, Drew Brees, against the number 16 seed, Baker Mayfield. Brees. Breeze. Breeze. I really like Baker, though. Tragic. Um, Number nine seed, Dak Prescott, against the number eight seed, Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Lamar. I gotta go Lamar. (laughs) (laughs) Bias. Whatever. I don't I don't think Derek I don't think Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. I don't like Dak. I'm gonna do Dak just to not do any disservice to this conversation. It's not a disservice, not bro. Disservice, I don't really bro. Like it's, that. it's opinion. It's an opinion-based tournament, bro. <laughs> yeah, boy, it's not really. Be, I'm, it's not even like me be trying to be biased towards Lamar. I feel like he has more upside than that too. I don't I'm think. Not, that I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I yeah, just feel I'm like really I just feel like that. I got to give him a vote because that's my dog. I feel you. Um, <laughs> the number four seed Mitchell Trubisky 
so Trubisket against the 13 seed Carson Wentz. Trubisket, baby. Wentz. Trubisky. Trubisket, baby. I'm sorry, bro. I like Wentz. But Trubisket, dog, is out here times two, baby. Trubisket is out here, apparently. All right. The number 21 seed Aaron Rodgers against the number five seed Phillip Rivers. Oh, I'm going A-Rod. I'm going Rodgers. I'm going Phillip. That's fair, though. That's fair. He's just not clutch to me. Like, I don't feel like he's ever been, like, when he needed to. Bro. I feel like he was this year. This year, like finally. I mean, shit. I just, I don't think that is, I don't think that's what is it now. is. I think he's he is clutch. I think that what happens is the same thing that happened to him this year. He runs into the Patriots. I don't even think that, bro. You look at a lot of these games that are close for these the Chargers. The Chiefs, he won. No, this year yeah, I'm it's not the case. I just wanted to talk track. Yeah, I'm saying, but for the vast majority of his career, last three minutes of the game, if it's close, he's gonna blow the game. Okay. That's just what he's done. Um, my opinion. Once again, my opinion. We know. Uh, you ain't got to tell us. Number two seed, Jared Goff against the number 15 seed, Kirk Cousins. Goff. I look, you want to say Cousins. Say Cousins. I'm going to say Cousins. I'm also going to say Cousins. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, baby. Kirk don't lose that Super Bowl. Russell Wilson against Deshaun Watson. Sorry, the number 10 seed, Russell Wilson against the number 7 seed, Deshaun Watson. Russell, bro. Who I who would I want on my team out of the two? Russell. Deshaun Watson. Russell don't get hurt. Russell got a ring. Man, we said healthy. Deshaun Watson. I gotta go Russell. Sorry, dude. Thank you, um, number three, uh, number three seed Patrick Mahomes against the number nineteen seed Cam Newton. Two years ago, it wouldn't have matter. I would have said Cam, but right now I gotta Mahomes. go Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number 11 seed, Andrew Luck, against the number 6 seed, Tom Brady. Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm going Andrew Luck. But... Tommy Football. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why you looked at me for a nigga like I was going to save you and your little Andrew Luck I didn't. I didn't <laughs> hear you say a pick, bitch. <laughs> when I said Andrew Luck, I clearly noted that. Pit. What the fuck? All right, the number 1 seed, Drew Brees, against. I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers and then going to Andrew. Aaron Rodgers can't hit down the field. What? Continue. Okay. Um, number one seed, Drew Brees, against the number eight seed, Lamar Jackson. Drew Brees. Drewson. Uh, the number four seed, Trubisket, against the number 21 seed, Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, see, now this is a good one. I got to go Rodgers. He's on my team, not on his team or a team. I, I'll go Rodgers also. Trubisket. But I, I do like Trubisket. Um, the number, sorry, the number 15 seed, Kirk Cousins, against the number 10 seed, Russell Wilson. 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 And the number three seed, Patrick Mahomes, against the number six seed, Tom Brady. I got to go Mahomes. Who am I taking right now? Mahomes. Doesn't even matter what I say. What would you have said? Um, I was still thinking about it, honestly. Um, see, because we didn't give any parameters or particulars. If I'm, if I'm doing right now, yeah, no future, I, I probably still would stick with Brady. Just, just off, just off the play fact that he's still winning. 
that and that that's that's what always gets me is just like he wins. Um, not saying Mahomes can't win. Mm-hmm. Not saying that, but no bias there either. Okay. I, I feel like that's a tough choice because Mahomes definitely has all the intangibles plus all the skills. So you really don't lose with either or, but it, he's about to be a bad man in this league bro, for I a just, long time. I I just don't see, Fuck. I just don't see where, I just don't see where he could go wrong. Honestly, I I I have nothing. Yeah, I have nothing. The only thing, God forbid, knock on wood, mm-hmm. is injury. Right. That's it. Right. I don't even think I don't even think a bad coach would stop him. All right, well, we got a pretty good Final Four here. Uh, the number one seed, Drew Brees, against the number 21 seed, Aaron Rodgers. I got to go Brees, man. Brees. Brees. I got to go Brees, dog. And the number 10 seed, Russell Wilson, against the number three seed, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, this is a close two, but I'm going to... Who against who? Ooh, Wilson, against, Wilson Mahomes. against Mahomes. Mahomes is taller. Yeah, uh... That's Mahomes hard. got a stronger arm. Mahomes can run just like Russell can. Patrick. I got to go Mahomes. Yeah, Russell can win. Russell's got wins, but Mahomes. So, what should have been the Super Bowl? Ouch. Why? I feel like it would have been a more entertaining game. It would have been a way more entertaining game, but I'm good with the results. I mean, obviously, y'all are good with the results. <laughs> the number one seed, uh, Drew Brees, against the number three seed, Patrick Mahomes. See, oh, my gosh. So, Drew Brees just has it. <laughs> like Brees just has it. You know, like he's he's just good. He's, he's freaking phenomenal. He's awesome. He's a gunslinger, a good gunslinger. If I need somebody, and I'm starting my team today, and I'm starting my team. Meaning that I'm gonna need the team to be centered around him. I'm gonna need him to take care of this team. I gotta go, Breeze. I I'm, can build a team around Breeze. I'm gonna leave this on Dylan because I'm gonna go Mahomes. I, I feel like you can build a team around Breeze. I feel <laughs> like Mahomes still needs a little bit more guidance. He's got a lot of that in Kansas City. I feel you. Mm-hmm. It's all on you, big dog. Mm-hmm. The winner is. Mm-hmm. Breeze. Drew Breeze. All right, young Drews and Breeze. Breeze. Mahomes was, wasn't about to be Brady and Breeze. Fuck, he thought this was. <laughs> oh, you're right though. <laughs> you're right. You give him a lot of credit early, you know. All right, that's all I got for the NFL. All right, so we're moving on to the N. Sure. Or are we doing the W? I mean, we can do whatever you want to talk about first. Well, let's do the WWE. The Dublave. Dublave. Er. The. All right. So things are. Picking up. Picking up. The road to WrestleMania. A lot of things are going to be happening. In the next few weeks here. Um, there is a pay-per-view next, not this upcoming Sunday, but next Sunday. That's Fastlane. It's the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Personally, I think it's a pay-per-view they just need to get rid of. Um, what pay-per-view? Fastlane. 
because it really serves no purpose. It's kind it's of like a it's, filler. Yeah, it's a filler when it doesn't really need to be a filler. Instead, they could just after elimination chamber they could just be building to mania. Um, I don't think it's really necessary. Um, how that being said, there should be a couple good matches. Um, Kofi Kingston was scheduled to fight Daniel Bryan for the title at Fastlane. However, that is no longer happening. Wow. On SmackDown, they were doing a contract signing. Daniel Bryan was out there in the ring waiting. Kofi comes out. You know, Stephanie and Shane were bigging up Kofi in his 11-year career and this finally being his opportunity. And um, just as he's about to sign, Vince McMahon comes out. He thanks Kofi for everything he's done in his career, but he says it's his job as the boss to give the most uh, impactful main event, to, to give it the most high-caliber match, high-caliber opponent. At Fastlane? Yeah. So that being said, he removed Kofi from the match and in his place put in a returning Kevin Owens. So Kevin Owens came out to the ring basically sat in the same seat Kofi was just in, didn't say a word, signed his name on the contract, stared at Daniel Bryan. Meanwhile, Xavier Woods and Big E are looking at Shane and Steph like, y'all are just going to let this ride? Like, what the hell? Like, this was supposed to be our time. Kofi legit looking like he's crying, like, off to the side. Like, they did a good job. Like, that whole opening segment made you feel so bad for Kofi. But I think this is best-case scenario for Kofi Kingston because I think this is setting him up to have his moment at WrestleMania, which is when it should happen, not at a random, meaningless pay-per-view yeah, for Fastlane. So if that's what they're doing, I'm hoping that's what they're doing, is saving his moment for WrestleMania, this is genius. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they signed him. Again. Yeah, I can't put anything past WWE at this point, but in general, if, if that is what they're doing, beautiful move. People are so behind Kofi right now, like... It, you, you you feel for the guy, and if anybody deserves it, I mean, this guy's been, you know, one of the best sellers in the business, you know, one of the best just entertaining people, period, for the past 11 years. So, I mean, give him a shot. You know, see what we can... Plus, you got to understand, even with him as champion, he's not alone. He has the whole New Day. We already know they're entertaining like shit. So, give it to him. Let him run with it for a while. See what happens. You know? If anything, the next pay-per-view... Have him lose. But give him a moment. Give him a month. See what happens. See what he can cook up. They gave it to Brock Lesnar for a year, damn near. And he's, and he's done nothing because he's never there. But he keeps winning it over and over again. But. Um, speaking of which, and this is what we should have started off with. Round of applause to Roman Reigns. He beat leukemia. Um, yeah. I was, Hopefully for good. Yeah, you know, four months he was four out. Small, um, yeah, but he he still looks good. Like he's still he's still cut like shit. But um, smaller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I think he might have done that too because he's in that movie with uh, the Rock, the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Really? Yeah. Because at one of the points, somehow, I guess they end up in, like, Hawaii or, like, some more one of those islands. And, like, there's, like, a big tribal fight that happens and stuff. And Roman Reigns is one of the, the tribal guys. God bless you. Um, so that might be one of the reasons. But in general, it was good to have him back. 
You know, he came out, thanked the crowd so much, you know. crowd was, was really, behind him now. Yeah, I'm happy the crowd didn't boo him. I'm, I mean, I'm sure that's going to start happening as he gets more back into it, just because that's just how people are. But, like, they were very receptive and, and happy to have him back. He got physical um, that night. They came out and saved Dean Ambrose, which kind of teased a potential Shield reunion, even though not really, because Ambrose stabbed Rollins in the back. But they he was getting beat down basically four-on-one, and they came out. He did a few Superman punches, a spear, and then like him and Rollins kind of just left Ambrose Lane and like, left him to just like recover by himself. So I don't know what's happening there, but they're playing, they're playing things good right now. Um, so I'm sure he's going to be inserted somewhere in WrestleMania. I would imagine they're going to make the match between Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins a triple threat, considering Roman was the champion before he had to leave and he never lost the title. Um, that would only make sense to do. Um, although I could also see them not doing that because they don't want too many triple threats on the card because they are also setting up this triple threat between Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. But if it's a fatal four-way... Who else would you include, Dean? Because that would be fire. Three members of the Shield and Brock and a that'd fatal four way. I'd be, I, I would be down for that. Probably. I would definitely be down for that match. Um, you can even go as far as to making it an elimination fatal four way. I'm definitely down with that. They all do things like that. That way, they would, would have. Fire. They could end it with two members of the Shield going against each other. Yeah. Oh, so so them. like you already know it's not going to be Brock. So now it's just who's oh, it going to be? Going to jump, yeah. Brock. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Eliminate Brock. Off rip? Oh, I would be so happy, bro. Off rip. Let Brock, let Brock have like his two minutes where they're jumping him in and he yeah, goes yeah. off. And but the, the like crowd would spaz. The yeah, crowd would spaz. They'd have to beat his ass. Yeah. Why aren't we on WWE Creative? Like, what? Because we're too good with this shit, bro. The fuck? Because they'd only be able to listen to us. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I'd, I'd definitely be down for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're they're setting up this triple threat between Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. Now, this whole thing where Becky is suspended sixty days um, by Vince McMahon, which is going to keep her out of the match. She keeps showing up and beating the fuck Listen, out of Ronda and Charlotte. Can I, can I just say that this might be my favorite thing, maybe in the last like two years? Oh, it's great! Like I really like that. I'm really behind that. It's great. At first, at first, I was like. Oh, so it's a it's a it's a, a shtick, right? Because I think we were saying like she's like the female Stone Cold. Yes, but she's got her own little twist to it. Absolutely, it's it's sweet. She, yeah, she's, she's snapping. Yeah, because she's still kind of heelish almost, mm-hmm. even though the crowd's obviously way behind her. But like it was dope because like she came out this week on Raw too, interfered in Ronda Rousey's match. Started they started fighting or whatever, and she got arrested. This is and it was in Atlanta. Um, Raw was. So, like, they're putting the cuffs on her. She's like, easy on the hands, easy on the hands. These are the hands that got to hold up the women's championship in a couple, in, in a few weeks and stuff like that or whatever. Like, so she was spazzing. And then um, later on that, uh, later on right after that, um, Rhonda demanded Vince come out because she was sick of all the shit that was happening. Stephanie came out, and she told Stephanie, listen, your father's the one who makes all the rules and stuff. Tell him he needs to uh, reinstate her. And put her in this match at WrestleMania. You y'all want to talk about what's best for business? This right. This is what's best for business. I'm tired of all this underhanded stuff. This that whatever. Tell him he's got a choice to make, and tell him to do the right thing. And then she took off her title. She laid it on the ring and cleared it. Bitch. So she basically said, "If you want me at Mania, 
Yeah, get Becky in that bitch. Get Becky in that bitch. So she's basically forcing um, the authority's hand, uh, which is dope. Um, Do they still refer to it as the authority? Kind of. I mean, they allude to it, but like, it's not like the authority. They're not like a stable anymore. But they are the authority. So, so um, Becky went on Twitter and said to Rhonda, she said, "Rhonda, uh, you go back and get that belt because I didn't come this far to collect it from Stephanie." I came all this way to take it from you. And then she posted pictures of her mugshot. So then Rhonda responded and said, that's what I'm trying to do, dumbass. You hobbling around trying to be a ginger crutch ninja and taking fake prison photos in the hallway isn't helping. Bitch. I'm very excited for this match. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. This is going to be the headline. Like, this is the main event of WrestleMania. Um, and it should be a hell of a match. And if they do make it a triple threat, that's great because triple threat means no disqualification. So we can expect crutches or kendo sticks and all that good shit to happen. Um, what they're also setting up for WrestleMania is AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, which I'm very intrigued by. Intrigued by because if you all recall a couple years ago when Randy Orton fought Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, that was a hell of a match. One of the best in Randy Orton's recent memory so i think those kind of guys he can really get off because his ability to like counter and stuff with their moveset is is dope as shit so wrestlemania is 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 setting up to be something really good um so yeah looking forward to see what happens there randy that should be a nice match yeah uh but that's all i got for now should be dope so that's that's oh no one more thing sorry Batista made his return. Oh yeah. On Monday Night Raw. Oh yeah, you definitely you gave us like a whole shtick on this. So, yeah, Did you, you watch the you watch the video that I sent? Yeah, I watch, I didn't watch watch it fully, but I watched enough. Okay. So basically they were in Atlanta to celebrate Ric Flair's 70th birthday. They decided to do it in Atlanta because that's where he spent a good majority of his career with WCW and you know He's got all, a lot of connections. Yeah, there. like Atlanta was a very important uh a very important city for, for him. Um. So basically, they were out there to celebrate the the birthday, or yeah, the birthday, and you know Triple H was was putting him over, basically, you know, hyping him up to the crowd, like all the things he's done in his career, and they brought out some of his former uh, famous rivals. You know, they brought out uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. They brought out Sting. They brought out Shawn Michaels. They brought out Kurt Angle, and. Um, you know, so they said all these good things, and then Triple H is like, you know, you know, now the man himself, everybody give it up for Ric Flair. So, you know, the superstars who were on the stage all separated, Ric Flair's music hit, everybody's clapping and waiting. There's no Rick. So then uh, Triple H is kind of confused in the ring, like, what's going on? Cameras cut to backstage where you see an angry Batista dragging a cameraman to Ric Flair's locker room and saying, you stay right here. He goes in, slams the door. You hear a little bit of banging happening in there. Like 10 seconds later, the door opens back up and Batista's dragging out Ric Flair's lifeless body. Um, and then he basically, you know, drops in the middle of the hallway, looks at the camera and goes, hey, Hunter, do I have your attention now? And then he's like, huh? And he goes back, you see Triple H running backstage, and by the time he gets back there, Batista's gone, but 
I think it's gonna be a dope ass match at WrestleMania. Like, there's always they always do that one throwback where you get a couple of you know vets in there. Um, so they I think Batista though, honestly. And it looks like it's gonna be heel Batista, which is always the best. I feel like he works best as a heel mm-hmm. anyway. Um, we are here kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Yeah, like Batista, Batista <laughs> be spazzing, and um, I think it's dope because Triple H has never beaten Batista ever. Wait, what? Triple H has never beaten Batista. Mm-hmm. Remember that Evolution episode when they came out? And then yeah, yeah. For the they all said nice shit. And Batista grabbed the mic and was like, hey, yeah. one thing you've never done, it is beat me. Yeah, he's like, you've got He's like, yeah, he's like, they were like putting over Triple H. He's like, yeah, Hunter, you've done this, you've done this. You've done everything Except in this business. Me. Except beat me. And the crowd was like, ooh. <laughs> then he gave Randy Orton the mic and he started selling yeah. out. <laughs> so you know Triple H is probably going <laughs> to. Triple H is selling out to Batista. These niggas like. <laughs> chill out now. Uh, chill out. Chill out, young boy. Yeah. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that match too, just to kind of get a little, you know, throwback. Wasn't Randy Orton the one that got like slammed? Slam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trade is that? I was. He, he was up on Batista's shoulders or whatever with the title, and Triple H was like, yeah. "Bitch, it's mm. over with." That's all right. It was hating. Like the dog. next week, Randy Orton hocked the loogie right in Triple H's face, dude. That shit was disgusting. The fattest. I know. That shit was crazy. Ugh. Triple H took one for the team. Ugh. But I don't know what I'll do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you gotta put a little extra on my chat. This Triple H ego hitting. He only, he only doing this just so he can finally beat Batista. That's what I'm about to say, bro. You know he about to put himself over in this match. Even though he should really get murdered by Batista. What? Batista is in shape. That's Drax, bill. You don't find yeah, Batista. You find yeah. Drax to destroy your bill. The fuck? There's no reason why Triple H should be winning. Ain't it? Unless Randy Orton come in there and RKO this nigga out of nowhere. That'd be fine, too. <laughs> I'm okay with Orton getting involved in every match. <laughs> in every match, Just... RKO. Like I'm here. Finished off AJ Styles in that gauntlet, bitch. Thinking he was about to get a full match. Yeah. He came up behind him. Yeah. Game. Good night. You like it? Are you... Did you want an early night? Because yeah, yeah and then just a few nights later at Elimination Chamber, bitch, just does that draping shit from the top. Same I'll take shit. that shit. Thank you. Give me that. Yep. He finished up AJ both times. Yeah, yeah. and that, and that's how they they're setting up their thing at WrestleMania because yeah, they did a they did a backstage interview with AJ on SmackDown, and they were like, you know, you know, how do you feel? You've kind of been on a uh, a little bit of a slump lately, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm doing this, uh, and I'll remind everybody that that SmackDown was the house that AJ Styles built. And then, like, it just pans over and you see Randy Orton, like, the house that AJ Styles, what? <laughs> and then he sized him up and then just walked away. <laughs> you got me fucked up. You know, I know who I am. Yeah, man. bitch. Yeah, AJ Styles do need to chill with that, though. Like, I, I haven't heard him say that a few times. I'm like, nigga. He I'm must not know about the, the maybe SmackDown, SmackDown six, Live, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but when SmackDown had the SmackDown Six, but you ain't when SmackDown, you had SmackDown, when you had uh, Randy Batista, like the it was the six guys that were like the cornerstone. It was uh, Edge, Christian, um, Eddie Guerrero, um, Chavo. Ew, what kind of cornerstone was that? No, for like their title, bro. They spazzed back then. Chavo was on it, bro. Yeah. I feel you, but I'm not gonna sit there and say that man was the cornerstone of SmackDown. You, you're not there in WWE history, then. What year was this? This is in, um, like, towards the end of the Attitude Area era. So like, what? like going into like ruthless so aggression. Like 2003, 2004, two, yeah, 2001, yeah, 2003. Sit there and say that so who's the SmackDown 6? Hold on. SmackDown 6. 
If you Google it, it's a thing. I didn't even know you could. Oh, because that's when their oh, ratings. Because that's when their ratings went to. The, yeah, that's when the ratings peaked. It was. Everybody wasn't going on both sides. Oh, I'm sorry. I was okay. It was Chavo Guerrero wasn't there though. It was Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Edge, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, oh, and Chavo. Sense. That makes more sense. And yeah. Chavo. Yeah, and Chavo. Chavo, I ain't never watched, but everybody else, I get that. Yeah, but like they definitely been. Chavo had. Chavo that's what I'm had saying because I'm like, well, you're missing a lot of niggas. Like Chavo had a couple of belts during that run though. Mm-hmm. Like he he had a few belts, and I remember he was uh, tag champions with with Eddie for a good little minute too. Yeah, and that was a period of time like Paul Heyman was personally booking their storylines, and like their storylines were just spazzing, like during that era and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it got Ray, Ray and Eddie storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with the kid, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what probably got Chavo in there as well. Yeah. He got part and because you'll see, you'll get to that, you'll get to a point in time when like that's something like Eddie wins his like first title, like big title and shit like that. Like all that was during that whole era. That's when yeah. he beat. Then he beat Brock Lesnar. No, oh, was it Brock? Or JBL? No, JBL. It was JBL. JBL for it. Yeah, that and Kurt shit. Angle was spazzing. Chris Benoit was spazzing. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. AJ started to chill out. <laughs> so, like, yeah, all that, all that just to say, it's out. It's still Randy Orton, not here. The Undertaker, Batista, John Cena. Well, honestly, <laughs> now I'm a fan of Randy Orton, so maybe a little biased. I feel like Randy Orton gets slept on a lot he in do. this conversation. He really bro. does. Like people, because John Cena is obviously they, they came in at the same time, but like everybody looks at John Cena as being that guy, and it's like He's you realize too. Randy Orton has 13 world titles too. That's like like John Cena is like the Rock. <laughs> Yeah, it's and, like The Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah, and Randy Orton is like Stone Cold. Yeah, absolutely, bro. But like WWE need to do better with how they. I mean, but I feel like they. I like the way they they sneakily could, like they make like they would, like they used to do with the Undertaker, which I wish they would have did more with the Undertaker. Is like they sneakily have Randy Orton come in, and just take the title off your stupid ass real quick. Yeah. And Randy <laughs> and, Ra- and Randy Orton's the only one still there full time, bro. He's a triple crown champ. Mm-hmm. He got the WWE championship, the world heavyweight championship. He snapped. Nah, he's won he's right. won the US championship. Anyway, he's won the Intercontinental Championship. He's got both tag team championships. He was on SmackDown spazzing, and they came to Evolution on Raw spazzing. That's crazy. He's pretty much got like every major belt as you can. AJ, win. this ain't TNA, AJ. Because did did uh did John Cena ever win the Intercontinental Championship? No, I don't think so. He just got United States. Why have they never put that on him? Mm-hmm. He probably did. So. They let him ride with that because he really did a lot with that US title. They yeah, really he was like, a US title. That yeah. US title. He's the reason that shit got all this. Like he, and the nigga that made he innovated all these title belts. Like he made put a little spinner. Yeah, on Yeah, and all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, title belts are getting reinnovated every two months. The title mm-hmm. belt different now. That's John Cena that started that. Daniel Bryan got this. Yeah, but this the, paper made championship. <laughs> this the, eco friendly belt. belt. That shit's funny, bro. That's so, hilarious. I personally feel like though. I personally feel like the Intercontinental Championship though is like. Just five. No, it is five. Like, you just got five dudes that just won that belt. And, like, John Cena can't even talk to some of these five dudes. They could be like, shut up. You ain't, no, you ain't want no IC. I mean, he could step right back at these niggas, too, bro. Because some of these niggas got one or two world championship reigns while he got 16, 17 on your dumbass. <laughs> Yo, he's like, got... I mean, 
Randy Orton, bro, he's got <laughs> good <laughs> ass accol- accolades, bro. Randy Orton's that guy. Two time Royal Rumble winner. He's been that guy. Money in the bank. All that shit. Hey, you got stuff. He's been that guy. That's why they, he makes people's careers. He made he helped make Daniel Bryan's career. Mm-hmm. He was Daniel Bryan's first major rivalry. Yeah. That's right, because John Cena is a, a triple crown, but he's not a Grand Slam. He's not a Grand Slam, yeah. just a triple crown. There's a triple crown. I mean, he make he helps the best like John Cena. I mean, Randy Orton has been part of some of the best rivalries. Yeah. Plus, he's gone viral. RKO out of nowhere. Yes. That's he's gone everyone's viral a couple favorite. Of times. That's so good. That's everyone's favorite. It's, it's, it's funny every time. His daughter's viral. Yeah. Because he threw her clear across the room into the bed. They don't give that man a respect, bro. I give Randy Orton respect. Yeah. Randy Orton That's is definitely guy. up there on my favorites. To be real with you, he'd be a lot higher if not for Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels. He might be my number one. Yeah. But I, I don't think anybody will ever Randy leapfrog. Randy top five. Yeah, I don't think he'll ever leapfrog Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry. What I would love to happen before John Cena like officially retires, retires, I want to see one more feud between him and Randy Orton because their feuds were crazy, like mad personal, mad dark. Their feuds got like I fuck with that shit. his dads, yeah, they yeah, but he punted his dad in the head a yeah, couple times. Bro, they feuds was crazy. Yes, John Cena. We did that RKO through the feuds. chair and shit, bro. Yeah, like Edge's yeah. feud was mean. Mm-hmm. Well, John Cena, John Cena's feud with Randy Orton. JBL. <laughs> JBL was beating his ass. Oh his, feud, his feud with with Randy Orton to me like really put him there for me. Okay. Like he was already like that. He was already on the place where he was yeah. that guy. But it's like, that's like a I'm top feel, to like being that I'm guy. I'm starting to think that's why they make him bury people so much. Cause they make him go through like some crazy. Like they make him the butt of a lot of. They make him like they give him this Goku esque. Getting his ass whooped, or like. You watch One Piece? No. It's like they give him this persona of somebody that gets put through the hate, the wire, and like just gets whooped. Yeah. It comes out on top of the end. Every A time. lot of his shits is like... Every single I mean, time. No, I feel you. I, mean, I, I, know, like I ain't gonna lie. When when he was doing his shoot with Randy Orton, Randy Orton... Niggas was whooping his ass. Like, people don't understand. Like, yes, he... Look like, how many times he's won that championship. Ass. Did you have to lose it that many times? One thing... No, I feel you. To be able to but, win it. but one thing that's always bothered me about John Cena, try to think, how many feuds has he lost? Like, feuds. Not matches. How many feuds has he lost? I don't think he's ever lost a feud. Like, on some real shit. I don't even know. I can't think. I mean, he may have, but like, I I really can't think of any feud I feel like he's he lost. Has. A feud? No, not a feud. He's lost a couple. Didn't they let Roman Reigns get one over? One match. I don't want to call that. A, see, I wouldn't even call that a feud. I, mean, I, don't, I don't call one match a feud. And then the Rock, I don't think he won. I don't think time. he won the Edge feud. Edge did get him a couple of times. Like if they like, I don't feel like if you win the last match, that means you won the feud. To be no, honest, I, I think because well, I, like, I feel like his feud with JBL. Yeah. Even if he came out on top of it with a championship, JBL beat your ass. Yeah. Majority. I'm talking about more so like booking wise. Like uh, they, whoever they book to win that yeah, last match is always like. Already, you know, we already know. Yeah. He's, he's a burial machine and yeah, he, yeah. he's puts at the top. But like I feel like the actual feuds he's had, like I don't see that many people that have had damn feud with this nigga. I mean, he's, he's, oh, he's, will, he's willing to do whatever. Like, yeah. Umaga, like the, and then it's like him and Umaga. I, like, I for the longest, I'm like, yo, this nigga's not going to be able to beat Umaga. Like, when he did his STF, when he did his STF with the the ring rope, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the that's what you had to do to beat to that be, man. Yeah, like, that shit was crazy. JBL was clotheslining your head off and dragging you around with a damn belt. He put, he put Edge on. You feel me? Oh, Edge. Yeah. He put Edge on because Edge was out here giving him nothing but the business. Mm-hmm. Edge they tried to come at the Undertaker. Undertaker. Oh, Undertaker. He, he ain't get over yeah, Undertaker. Okay, that might be his one. Undertaker beat that ass. Serious for real. Yeah. Kurt Angle, he still can't say he got Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle also gave him that game that Kurt work. Gave, gave he, had a little, he had a little thing with Triple H. Triple H gave him that work. Yeah, Triple H definitely. But see, H gave John but see even work. like even moments where like, but they was nice too. They was even nice. even moments where like he would have lost the feud to The Rock. They had to have that one more match, the next yeah, WrestleMania, to where he would even it up. You know, like, but did they have a third? Yeah, not a third. Not a third. No, they had they two. I feel like they had a third. The Rock would win. They had have to give it to the Rock. Have to. The Rock would win. The Rock would win. Yeah, the Rock would win. Just because depends on how John Cena come up. If he come up with that stupid ass hair, he got to lose. <laughs> all that that long ass shit, bro. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta buy like, that shit. Gotta lose. Yeah, you bugging. If you come out on some thugging, I'll make sure that you, you nah, gotta bleed if you gonna win. Yeah, and it's gotta bleed. And you gotta show me some new shit. Facts. I gotta see some fire shit. You gotta do some shame. If shame it, man, out here doing shooting star press. You gotta give me more than you the five moves of doom, man. More than the five moves of doom. You gotta give me some. I need to see a sweet chain music. Something. Something. <laughs> But remember I John Cena started trying to do that springboard stunner shit and he would miss every time. Every single time. I need to like, see a million dollar like dream. I need to see a million dollar dream suplex or some shit. Some shit. A Death Valley driver. You know I mean? It can't be the same. It can't be. I need to see a sunset flip. Ain't it? I gotta see something. Honestly, Cena's so big though. I'd be scared if he went to the top rope. I'd be like, yeah, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta vibe, bro." I said, "You big as shit." Oh my gosh, this is not funny, but. You know who really got away with losing his life? Legit. Brock Lesnar, bro. Oh, Brock yeah. Lesner he almost died. On a shooting star press. press. Oh, yeah. To Kurt Angle, he almost died. Like, legitimately almost died. Legs was flailing and yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know he was scared as fuck to do that move. And no business being up in there. <laughs> Kurt Angle used to miss that damn moonsault every time for the first two years of his career. He landed so bad. Like, you could just tell by his trajectory when he's, like, halfway through the flip. It's like, and right here is what Brock Lesnar do. He He fucked up. up. (laughs) I was like, I I randomly just fell across that video and was like, yo. You don't need to be jumping off. Buddy. All that right. junk is crazy. All right, let's let's move on from wrestling, bro. Uh, <laughs> NBA, the NBAAA, the button 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 all right, Wade. He D Wade hit a game D-Wade winner a over game, the Warriors. He hit a game on one leg. On one leg is literally <coughs> like a flick up. Watch the footage. Three pointer. Yeah, to win the game. Just crazy. Um, them boys trying to go to the playoffs. So, I wanted to bring up something interesting to you. It happened literally like the day after we recorded last week. But you know the Lakers came back from like nineteen down to beat the Rockets, right? And um, he said that Scott Foster, he's just like he's tired of it. 
Like, he's just tired of Scott Foster. Um, the interesting thing about Scott Foster, you guys remember who uh, Donahue is? Um, the, uh, the, the ref that got caught up um, fixing yes. games, Tim Donahue. He had 134, 134 phone calls Dang. to Scott Foster. And Scott Foster's other corrupt one, ain't he? That's what they're saying. Check this out. So they were up 19, the Rockets. Let's let's really put this into context. The Houston Rockets lost a 19-point lead to the struggling LA Lakers. Now let me tell you about these stats. In games officiated by Scott Foster, the Rockets are 0-7 this season. Before this season, games officiated by Foster, 0-9 since 2017. 2018 home playoff games officiated by Foster, 0-3. Whoa. Record in the playoffs with five, without Foster officiating at home, 7-0. and oh. Damn. The last what? two games that Harden was fouled out, you know who the lead official was? Scott Foster. Scott Foster. Damn, what's wrong? Why you don't like James Harden? But. Why you don't like the Rockets? But. No idea, but. No, I... And he's still reverent? They, they haven't suspended him or nothing yet? No. Whoa, nigga. Why is this not a topic of discussion discussion? It mm-hmm. really needs to be. They better keep it behind closed doors before it picks up traction. Before it picks up traction. So, um, another thing for you guys. So, um, Ja Rule. Bro. Ja Rule did a terrible performance uh, against. Uh, he did a terrible performance for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they did like a '90s night performance, <laughs> even though like he was a two thousand artist in <laughs> Whatever. So I guess he got picked on by the Kings. I mean, not the Kings. He got picked on by the. Uh, yeah, it was the Kings, wasn't it? Uh, first, I think it was the Timberwolves. Oh. He first he hit Sacramento Kings. Right? Um, oh, that man is stupid. And then he, like, messed it up. So, essentially, his tweets go, and I quote, At Bucks, you guys were nothing but gracious to me and my team, as were the fans. Nothing but love, and y'all will win a championship with the Greek freak. Shout out to the base god, Lil B the base god. I've channeled my curse powers from him. Sacramento Kings will never win a championship ever. I don't even know why he did that. But then he goes, Sacramento Kings, Timberwolves, you've both been here with a curse. No championships for y'all. And Carl Towns is leaving for in free agency. Then he added the Kings again and says, y'all will never win a championship. And Carl Towns is going to leave me in free agency. The curse is strong. Sacramento Kings took that, retweeted it, and put hoop knowledge worse than fire yeah, fest doesn't logistics. Yeah, Towns play for... He plays for the Timberwolves. Dumbass. So they're probably like, okay. This is why I have 50 picks on you. <laughs> <laughs> you make it easy. You make it so easy. 
<laughs> and it's like, it's like, bro, you're not with me. No one believes in your curse, bro. Ever since I was a jit, I've been, I thought Ja Rule was kind of fool. Like, I never thought Jit was, like, a real nigga. He has some songs that's bad, but not gonna lie. Because Shanti was in them. It's valid. <laughs> it's kind of valid. <laughs> I'm not mad at that take. That's the only you need to thank Ashanti for your career. I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always on time. What was his other song? But would I be without you? Would I be without you? I don't think about you. Uh, you didn't hear the beats on them songs? That sounds we, like a beat that a grown ass man should be singing what else on by is it? Any little thing that we do. Da, da, da. Listen to these beats. These are female the, beats. What's the one where they did like the Greek theme in the music video? Uh, Mesmer? Or was it not Mesmer? Uh, no. No, no, no. That's the one with Jar. That's the one with J Lo. Um, so you need a J Lo too. Dude, memorize. That's that's what. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. lips, yeah, yeah. And then he also yeah. got. What's my motherfucking name? Oh, you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not fired. Oh no, but he's got yeah. the. Anybody that's ready to get it is murder. And and he's got I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. Nigga, I'm from New York. I mean, Jadakiss and, and, and Fat Joe really yeah, took that. True. But like, you're it's true. Their annoying cousin that we gotta watch on Saturdays. <laughs> My God. <laughs> That's all you are. That's so sad. Your career has been made by other people. Other people. Two women. J-Lo and Ashanti made your career. Not. Wow. And 50 Cent. 50 helped make your career. You gotta love it. 50 Cent. Boy. All right. Mr. Fire. So let me go over the standings with you guys. Um, A couple of things that impressed me. I've been watching more basketball couple things I wanted to make a mention to. Um, in the Eastern Conference, you've got the Bucks at number one, holding strong. Raptors at number two, two games behind. Number three, you got the Pacers. The Pacers are impressing me. <clears throat> Without Oladipo. Without Depot. They're doing good. 76ers reclaim number four. Celtics have been doing bad, five and five over the last ten. They're at number five. And Jimmy. Nets are at number six. Pistons are at number seven. Horn is holding strong at number eight, but the Magic is literally half a game behind them at number nine. To round it out, you got the Heat at 10, Wizards at 11, Hawks at 12, Bulls at 13, Cavs at 14, and Knicks at 15. And he's going to get in there, right? D-Wade finna get in there one more time. I hope so. He's getting <coughs> their game back. In the Western Conference, you got the Warriors still number one, Nuggets a game behind. Um, five, four games behind them are the Thunder at number three. Paul George has been balling. He's my MVP right now. We just whooped their ass, though. Number four, the Trailblazers. Number five, the Rockets. Number six, the Jazz. Seven, the Clippers. Eight, the Spurs. Nine, the Kings, who are a game out. Timberwolves, 10. Lakers, 11. Pelicans, 12. <laughs> Mavericks, 13. Grizzlies, 14. Suns, 15. You might be seeing a season where LeBron, LeBron don't, don't make the play. <laughs> yeah, Yo, that would be wild. LeBron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Sorry, LeBron. You don't mean, get in there, boy. It is shit wild, but I crazy. mean, like, that's, I think that was bound to happen, which goes to my next point, and I wanted to really ask y'all about this. I feel like they're both suffering from the same thing. Mm. Don't you think that 
the Lakers and the Celtics are suffering from the same thing, which is LeBron and Kyrie going public. They messed up the chemistry of their teams. <coughs> Lakers were doing just fine until trade talks. Remember, Lakers were at one point were number three or number four in the West. Where are the Celtics at right now? The Celtics are number five. I think Celtics are fine. And, well, here's the thing. A lot of them are complaining and saying it's not fun anymore, it's not the same, or whatever. A lot of them are like two. I mean, fair, but... Because, like, I know Marcus Smart is saying... Marcus Smart like, always bitches. But he's saying, like, they're not playing together. He's not really, like, bitching about, like, Kyrie. Right, but the, but the fact of the matter is, though, none of this was an issue until Kyrie <coughs> kind of reneged on his word that he was going to be going back to Boston. Remember, wow. he said, I don't know anybody's shit. I mean, I don't feel like that reflects which is, on Which is, okay, I'm not saying it's not fair. My question mm-hmm. is... That's not what I said. No, I was talking to him, my bad. Oh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, my, my whole thing is, don't you think that that plays a part, though, in team chemistry? Don't you think it makes for players to not really want to, like, be on that vibe? I mean, I feel like players should know it's a business, like... If they were in that same exact situation, like, they're going to want to see their options, too. I'm not, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's something wrong with saying to make it in public. I would say, well, here's my whole thing. I would say, especially especially because. That he doesn't know anybody's shit and that he doesn't need to necessarily come back to the Celtics. And he he doesn't, because how many years has he been with the Celtics? Two. It's not like he's been there his whole career. I mean, and he's, he's said a long time ago he's wanted to. Play in New York even before like is is he knew that wasn't gonna be his final destination. I mean, maybe it will be. We don't know, but I mean, right. no, he doesn't owe them anything. It's not like they've done all these things for him, gone out of their way and kept them or they, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I get that. I'm, I'm not taking away from that. I just I, I always feel like that's that backlash for going public. Yeah. Like, but LeBron, on the other hand... LeBron being okay with... I, I'm not going to necessarily put it on him because it's, it's on Magic just as much as it's on him. But, I mean, come on now. Somebody in that front office is tripping. That should have never been leaked out to, to the public that you were okay with trading your whole team. That's a problem when you're... That's a problem with being too close to your front office. <laughs> Yeah, but he, that's what happens on a lot of these teams, even in like NFL. That's another. Like, I mean, that's happened on you get all these of his teams. Donovan McNabb. All the teams have been on because you all up in it. You want to be that's, all in the meetings, and you swear you. That's not. that's what happened when Donovan McNabb was on the Eagles. He was too close with the front office, and he lost the team. That's what happened. Fuck with you if you all up in it. Yeah, bro. It's like, come on. If bro, you don't like, want, if you don't want your star player being all in the front office meeting. All in the videos, all, right. all in the CEO office. Yeah, bro. What you do? Like you're Eating off lunch with the president, bro. Like you're supposed to be off today. Why are you at the facility right now? Like vibe. Like and then all of a sudden niggas is talking me on fire. Yeah, and a report comes out that you were okay with the Bet, bitch. The fuck. What you want me to do? Not think that you had something to do with that? And she's a few black. They were black. If you was at home with your wife and kids. Or being the principal of your school. Mm. <laughs> Not the principal. <laughs> uh, be a good have, owner and check your ish. We wouldn't have take trade talks. jet out now. We wouldn't have trade talks. You, like, can, you, trade you talks. forgetting you a player, bitch. It don't matter who you comfortable with them trading, bro. Right. And at the end of the day, like, this man talking about he comfortable where they at. Like, my nigga, you're not 
in the playoff place right, right now. now bro. And the way you're happy. You're about to miss the playoffs for the yeah, first bye. time in, bitch, what? A decade? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you're you're going into playoff mode in February, it's like... With your old ass. You're not ass. young yeah. anymore. With your old ass. And your team Sit ain't down. even like that. They wasn't like that before you got there. Yeah. And they thought you was going to get there and all of a sudden you, that's what's supposed to happen. You get there and all of a sudden you're one and two in, the, in, the, in your division. I mean, your conference for a while. But niggas, I've been told you already, you brought your ass to the West thinking shit was sweet. And this ain't what it is over there. You're not in the East. That's not how it goes down. That's why your ass in 10th right now mm-hmm. or 11th or wherever the fuck you sitting at because you thought the West was sweet. You sure did. Yeah. Now go ahead and make up whatever excuse you want when y'all niggas don't make the playoffs. Right. <laughs> or you make it and get swept by the Warriors. You ain't lying because, honestly, if he, if he's in the East right now, Jit is number seven in the East. You can get in the playoff mode now. What playoff mode you about to get into with the West? Nigga, you don't see what, who is at the top of the West right now? Mm-hmm. Teams you would have never expected. And the, and some teams are just fired. You got Stephen Curry and the Monstars. You got this Cinderella story of in, in the Denver Nuggets. The team that got no stars, so everybody Everybody's eating. These random name niggas are dropping 20 and 30 on our Paul George out here trying to get an MVP. Paul George trying to get an MVP. With another MVP. James Harden is trying to get an MVP with Chris Paul. Chris Paul Trail- still ain't get him one. Trailblazers is quietly you know hooping. Dame and them, you feel me? They ain't got no emotion, so they just sitting there just... Damn. Fuck a Dame, but still. Donovan Mitchell, this generation's version of D-Wade taking off on y'all buzz. Like, come on, bro. You're not about to just... Fuck got the Clippers with whoever they got putting no bucket. Whoever they... The fact, yo. Who we talking about? Clippers. Yeah, they I don't know who the fuck they got on their squad. Are the Kings ahead of them? No. The, the, Kings, the Kings are behind are, the, the Kings are behind the... Uh, oh, they still got... The oh, actually, you know what? The Kings are in front of the Lakers. Hold on. <laughs> Clippers got something now. Nah. They got a bunch. They got a bunch of three and defense guys. That's what they got. Yeah. They got freaking Lou Williams. Well, I've been to that. I know he's been. Danilo Gallinari. Okay, okay. They got Zubac. Whatever. They got Patrick Beverly. Okay. Montrezl um Harrell. Whatever. They got um Shai Gilgis Alexander, dude from uh bitch, bitch. from uh Kentucky. <laughs> They got Mbamute, the jit from uh, Rockets, the, the African. The dude. one person that was on NCAA. It's the only person. Mbamute, he was. <laughs> they got Wilson Chandler. They got a nice little stick. Oh, they got Wilson. They got yeah. little hustle boys. Hey, babe. Got a little stick. Yeah. They, got the a Spurs, nice, they got a team that six. The Spurs and the Kings yeah. are ahead of them. Ahead Come on, bro. Spurs, Lamar Kings, DeRozan, and the Marcus Aldridge. What is LeBron? Bro, who's on the Kings? Nobody. DeAndre Nobody. Marvin Bagley. No, 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 no. Marvin Bagley. DeAndre Justin Fox Jackson. Fox is balling. De'Aaron. And and De'Aaron, my bad. De'Aaron and um um Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill's had like consecutive thirty. My point is that team never gets no kind of juice behind them. Ooh, but they straight. They young. They better they got than Marvin the Bagley. They got Justin Six Jackson. Six and four in the last ten. They better than the Lakers. They better than the Lakers. <laughs> you, know, you can't even get past the Lakers. Talk, I mean, the, the the Kings. You were talking about some playoff. Mode. You're not even the best team in and your you city. you got a nice squad. You're That's not the best team in your state. How are you not the best team in your city or state? You're not the state, best bro. team in your region. You're not the best team on your street. That's crazy. You're not the best team on your team. <laughs> like, who your team is? Like, who who's your team? You don't even know who your team is. 
Because he was Where's on Lonzo? Exactly. Where's Lonzo? Where's Lonzo? Where's Lonzo? A word. That's why they. I really think that's why they started losing games. They got no defender. Lonzo busy having rap battles with T Pain on and dropped the mic. That was before the season, but I, I know. know. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But they still got a little squad. There's no reason why your team should be this trash. Yeah, they should. You got Lance. You got Kuz. Cool, cool, young God. I see you, bro. I see you, bro. It's you. It could have been, been, been you and Kuzma. Why are you and Kuzma not balling the way Dame and McCullum are balling? You mess up the chemistry that you had. These young guys was ready to run through a wall for you, and now oh, they yeah, realize that they're ready that to cash. Play. Now they're gonna be like, bro, get that nigga out of here, son. Mm-hmm. Get me out of here. They're gonna treat him <laughs> like Deion. They're gonna treat him like D'Angelo. That's why you had trash niggas around you your whole career. Think niggas about don't it. Play with your D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell cleared it, balling. Jordan Clarkson, even though his teammate winning, he balling. You know how much you know how much LeBron probably speaking up in meetings and everybody just rolling their eyes at this point now. I think that always happened. I think the only I think guys, what we need to do is guys. Is as a team, guys. It's like a team. No, you want to talk about teams. <laughs> I think the only team, I think the only team where people didn't roll their eyes was when he was with the Heat because he still was like. <laughs> He couldn't talk to Bosh and Wade any kind of way. Wade be the first one to be like, you ain't Wade County. Sit down. Oh, that was all cool as shit in Miami. Yeah, they had Haslam. Like, he should have just stayed. Nah, there was a little family. He yeah, he should have He should have just stayed. He fucked that up. Yeah, he went on that little business shit and fucked and fuck all They would have been a crazy dynasty. They would have been They would have been nasty. I, they could have been, been the Patriots <clears throat> okay. of, the, of the NBA. I feel like... Although I've said this, I'm not going to renege on it. I do feel like his legacy is cemented because he brought a championship to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But if he would have never went back to Cleveland and would have stayed in Miami for the rest of his career and just balled out, I would have been okay with that. Walked away like seven. I would have. I would have understood. They would probably got like five because I don't know. I don't know how they would have. The niggas wouldn't even be arguing with you no more. But yeah. I, I don't think. I don't <laughs> think anything would have been said for him. None of that. I'd be like, I understand why he left Cleveland. School. Yeah. Don't go back. They wouldn't even be arguing with you no more. It wouldn't and be no we, Jordan who? The crazy thing Niggas about be like, Jordan what? You mean LeBron? The crazy right. thing is, is when he was, the reason why it kills me and it puts <coughs> me in a shock sometimes that he cleared it, we lived down here. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? It was amazing. What NBA season was like down here? Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Basketball. Was it was dope. Oh, my gosh. See, and, and oh it's just crazy gosh, because, like, that, the thing oh. is, the thing is with LeBron's, <laughs> with LeBron's, and we got to see every game. Yeah. Sun Sports. With his first two moves, Catch every game. it was understandable. Like, yeah, people were mad when he moved to Miami, for sure, because, you, you know, he left Cleveland or whatever, but... It was one of those. We went to Miami. Who who went? Like, I feel you. Miami? Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? Fucking with you for. And then and then you go back to Cleveland. It's like okay, he's right, going back home. He's going home. And then then it's me. like LA. You're like oh, okay. what you doing now, bro? Right, 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 right. Magic. Right. You're trying to be. You're trying to yeah. do some crazy now, picture now it, was really, it was really good. You trying to have some nice <laughs> little mural picture with you and Kobe. I was in the back of my head. I was like, you know, it would have made <laughs> just great. It would have just been awesome if you went back to Miami. Yeah. I just go back to Miami, bro. Put that number six back on, bro. My favorite LeBron is number six LeBron. Oh, his LeBron. I feel like always, I feel like number six LeBron was nasty. Number six LeBron will always be one of my favorite players of all time. Always, like I, there's no touching number six LeBron. I know when he went back to Cleveland, when he was still concerned he, about the hairline. But if he, was, if he had had went back to Miami <laughs> instead of going to LA, D Wade would average twenty right now. Bro, listen to me, bro. If he would have went back to Miami, the city would have back on, man. They would have been back on. It would have been back on. They would have been back on. Man, oh, you wouldn't get me hyped for no reason, bro. 
All right, what, what else we got, man? I ain't got nothing, bro. Show's done. Get Niggas out. in Florida ain't even Heat fans until Heat snap for real. Right. People can't even name who was on the Heat in 2000, 1999, 98, 97. For what? Bro, them teams was good. Niggas wasn't watching, bitch. Right? What? Child, I couldn't even say them niggas' names. Hardaway. Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway. I was six, seven. Hey, I got Hardaway, bitch. Deshaun Leonard. Right here. I was, I was like six or seven. That's wasn't true. even watching basketball. Yeah, we get it, bro. It was, <laughs> calm we get down, it, bro. Like bro I'm not even fighting bro. with you, bro. Like, see where I'm dude. sitting over here? For real, bro. Bro, that's hey, not such no. an agitator, bro. Like, Still agitator. When I was a G I T A. I'd like to buy a vow. I don't know. Uh, I don't what? Right. What? What haven't I said yet? <laughs> <laughs> now, when I was walking to the table, I saw three. I was like, "Oh, there's only one on this side." I'm gonna sit right over here. All right, cool. So, are you done telling us about where you was gonna sit? Yep. All right, great. Under T O R. I was it wrong when I stopped. No, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he made you doubt yourself, young yeah. man. <laughs> It's crazy. I don't think I bought that vow. That was I wouldn't have thought about it. Boy, <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. My vow might have helped you. Hey, I'm good. Bet. Agitator. That's cool, bro. Congrats. Anyway, underrated by this fan. Um, nobody really knows this song, but I heard it and I heard Lil Wayne snap. This is 2019. Lil Wayne sounded like 2011, 2010. Lil Wayne. Um, this is called. <coughs> uh, this is on a song by LSD. LSD stands for Labyrinth, Sia, and Diplo. It's a group. Um, Labyrinth is a is a, a labyrinth. Uh, yeah, labyrinth like the maze, like the game that you play on your computer. Um, the uh, he's a <coughs> English artist. Sia, of course, is the one that sings from the chandelier. Mm-hmm. And Diplo is the producer. He's yep. done some tracks for um, Beyonce. Um, this is not a long track. I mean, this, yeah, this is not a long one. This, and this is really underrated because I feel like a lot of people aren't going to know it. But it's short. I want to say it's like eight bars. Eight bars. But it's definitely eight underrated bars of fame. Lil Wayne, Genius Remix. <coughs> <clears throat> he goes, I'm, your, I'm a genius under question. No question. I'm really special. Up an echelon when I bless you, molest you with intellectual. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure. It's get sexual. Women, lemon complexion, quick connections, then injection. My love is so ambidextrous. I'm a genius imperfectionist specialist in the excesses with excellence forever. There's necklaces for irrelevant. In the room, I'm the elephant spelling it for the hell of it. A B C D R U G H I J K L S D. It's a lot of wordplay there. <laughs> okay. I was I was losing. I was like, "There's no way now." Yeah. I, I had to go find a year. I was like, "No way." <laughs> no. I haven't heard Lil Wayne give me anything like that since twelve. You need to jump in on that. <laughs> like what caught me was when he said, "Upper echelon, when I bless you, molest you with intellectual." It's a pleasure. It gets sexual. Women, lemon complexion. Quick connections, then ejections. My love is so ambidextrous. Hmm. He snapped. You're trying to teach T.I. how to play with words. What? T.I. building. Every stupid, do, shenari, bitch, do, 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 do,
Nefarious, gregarious, fucking over serious. Yo, Ti, you just used <laughs> all the words on page fifteen. Of <laughs> <laughs> the dictionary, just now. Nah, we hit the source. Stop playing with me. Oh, I'm stupid. Ti. Do you got one of them old word books they used to give you? Just look at that word. Same words on the on in the studio, Bill. Yo, you snap, bro. Hey, listen. Hey, uh, Buddha, tell him. Hey, right, sorry we didn't get to fan mail again, bro. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. 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 Stacking up. It's because. We got an hour and fifty five minute show. We ain't gonna be able. To oh yeah, we got yeah, we, we got to go. We got to go, man. So listen, if they want to hit us with fan mail and catch us on email, bro, where can they email us at? Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail dot com. What about on Instagram, bro? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter, man? Dog? Balls underscore podcast. That's what I'm talking about. The music is old, baby. Hey, listen, man. We appreciate y'all for vibing with us again for practically two hours. Could have been listening to any sports podcast, but you're listening to us, and we really appreciate that, man. Just continue riding with us, and we're gonna keep giving you this good content, man. I feel like we out of here. Weezy out of here. We out. Weezy out of here. Yeah. All right, man. We out of here. Little scatterwhack. Bios. Yeah. Keep some money in my pocket if you wanna blow it. I don't save any women cause I ain't feeling heroic. I mean, I tried to save a couple, but they back on their shit. So instead of wasting my time, I said I'm calling it quits. I put my work in my hand, can't put my faith in no.